Hello, beautiful souls. Join me as we dive into conversations about spiritual clarity, different modalities and mechanisms to healing as well as healing phenomena and how to activate your third eye powers. Join me every Wednesday for a new episode where you'll understand more about the mediumship journey and what it truly takes. This is not your standard mediumship podcast. Get ready for discussing taboos, fears, traumas, and silenced stories for the emerging psychic medium who is stepping into their financial freedom with their soul's gifts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mediumship Muse podcast hosted by myself, Candice DeBoyo. I have a special guest today. He is an amazing healer and a dear, dear friend and mentor of mine, Master CU. Before I bring him on and allow him to chat up a storm about all his amazing work, I'm going to share with you his bio. So Master CU practices in Los Angeles at the Pacific West Medical Center, where he sees local clients and others who travel to see him from as far away as Europe, Australia, South Africa, and all over the US. He uses a silent modality where he projects his own chi, which is prana, life force, mana, and ki, to ignite that of his clients, who then actually do the healing themselves. I love that. From that point, he founded the Results Healing Mastery after studying with several masters from the Orient and especially after spending seven months in complete silence with four powerful kahunas. Kahunas are authentic Hawaiian priests and healing masters on the big island of Hawaii. He offers private sessions, appointments, group healing events, and long distance uh, sessions via phone, Skype, or webinar format. So you'll be able to touch base with him if this is something you want to explore after. Master CU, welcome. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me, uh, Candice. It's nice to see you again. And it's I so wish you so good to see you. Uh, the best in the new uh, podcast that you are starting. Thank you. You are uh, my first guest. You're my first guest and, you know, I'm just starting this out and I, you were like one of the first people that popped into my head to have on because we've been such great friends throughout the years. We met at a psychic fair. I was actually doing some channeled readings there and you were one of like the, I would like to call you like the, the headliner, <laughs> you know, you were the, one of the main healers doing group healings there. And that's how I met you. And ever since then, you know, it's like I knew I had to stay in touch with you and we became friends. And it's just, you've helped me in so many beautiful ways, which we'll get into. But a little a little kind of intro into you, I wanted to ask, how did you start? You know, I know it's in your bio that you spent seven months in silence with these Hawaiian kahunas, these four Hawaiian priests, if you will, and you learned a lot from them. Can you share a little bit about that journey and what took you there and how you acquired your healing abilities? Yes. I, I think all of us are endowed naturally with uh, healing uh, power in our own right. And uh, most people uh, are not aware that they can, they are actually healers themselves until one day, boom, something opens up and they start to uh, heal themselves and as well as other people. Some, like myself, are fortunate to have had some mentorship from a very young age, even though in my case it was uh, unintended. 
uh, perhaps I was not taking a uh, kind of uh, internship or lesson, but I got into this kind of uh, state of awareness through my aunt, who was my my father's sister, and she was a healer herself. Most times she would uh, heal people just by looking at them. And I, she lived right next door to where I grew up. And so I would spend time with her at her house and at my house. And many times while she was doing her healing work, I would just lie on her lap and uh, fall asleep sometimes while she was doing her healing. And in that way, I think I acquired a lot of the power that she had unknowingly, okay? Because when you're associated with someone, you there's a two-way flow of energies. Mm. Even if you're not uh, saying it out loud, it happens. So from that time, uh, we move forward to about maybe six or seven years old. I was playing with some uh, uh, other kids and one of them uh, fell down and sprained his ankle. I remember this vividly. <clears throat> I was only around seven. And I placed my hand on, on his ankle. And within maybe a half a minute or one minute, he stood up and said, wow, I, I feel better now. And wow. that didn't uh, register, the significance didn't register in my mind, being a little kid. But we continued playing with a bunch of other boys, and several things uh, occurred similarly in my early life. But then I lost track of it. It didn't uh, hit me as a special gift, so I didn't uh, develop it um, purposefully wow. until many, many years later when I wound up in overseas in, in Hawaii and New Zealand and Australia. Then. I, it began to register that I had this kind of a gift. But my, my most uh, powerful experience was on the big island of Hawaii, as you read earlier on, where I was invited to spend time with my mentors in uh, living in a lava cave on the big island, very high up in one of the mountains in, in uh, Hawaii. And the prerequisite was that I would not uh, talk for as long as I was there with them, uh, these uh, native Hawaiian priests. And I agreed to it uh, with the intention of staying there for three weeks. I wound up being there for seven months in total silence. I didn't say anything. None of them said anything. But after maybe two weeks, we could kind of converse telepathically, just like you and I are talking now, and, and without saying anything. And they had told me that uh, you would learn in the silence. So, so that brings it up uh, to about uh, maybe 20, 25 years ago. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's interesting because at some point, I feel like in my life, I, I hope to manifest something similar because my guides have shown me, and I've seen it in many past lifetimes where I've done this too, spent much time in silence. And I absolutely love the silence. When it comes to 
doing nothing and being quiet oh my gosh it's it's what i dream of so that's incredible do you feel like the silence was responsible for reigniting that which was already kind of there in your childhood and then really expanding upon it yes most definitely in the beginning we they gave me sort of uh well i i want to put in a little bit of the backstory i was traveling overseas uh, I had uh, written this poem about uh, Hawaii and the loss of its sovereignty. And uh, a kahuna or native Hawaiian priest came across it somewhere on, on the internet and uh, invited me over to the island of Kauai. At that time, I was living on Oahu, where Honolulu and Waikiki Beach uh, are. And so I flew over there, and I was just astounded by what I saw. And he invited me to uh, visit these powerful kahunas, four of them on a different island known as the Big Island. Uh, and so that's how I wound up on the Big Island. But when I was in Kauai, I saw, uh, I, I spent uh, a, a day with this powerful kahuna who invited me. He lived uh, in this compound that was a dedicated temple, uh, Hawaiian temple. And uh, his house was, uh, the walls were bare. There's no walls, just a roof. But typically, uh, anything that's not exposed to the sun, the, the grass, like under a big tree, uh, the grass is, there's no grass, okay, because of the shade of the tree. And so his house was like that. And I thought there would be uh, like very little grass, just dirt. Uh, but it, the grass was just as verdant as else, elsewhere, just like it was outdoors. And there were like three boulders in, in his uh, house. And after we slept, we talked long into the night and we slept. When we woke up, I saw the boulders were gone. These are big boulders, like uh, almost like the weight of a uh, Volkswagen. Okay, they're wow. big. Wow. There were no boulders. <laughs> what? Where did, where did they go? <laughs> and I said, uh, something odd happened. <laughs> and <he> said, <laughs> He started, started laughing, and he says, oh, what? And I said, what happened to the rocks that were here? And his answer was he just laughed, and he didn't tell me how. So I said, either it moved or the boulders moved. But uh, this is not the same place we were at last night. He just laughed. He never did tell me what happened. Uh, but he's the guy that sent me to the Big Island. Okay, I had to wait three years before the uh, four guys on the Big Island accepted me to come and train with them. You had to wait how long? So yeah, I was on the Big Island three years. Three years. Oh, okay. Three years. Three years. I'm sorry. I just got a little note. These guys. That my that my internet's a little unstable, so I apologize. Hopefully, we're good now. Can you see me? Okay. Yes, I see you fine. Okay, okay, perfect. So it took you how long until they accepted you? Three years. Wow, wow. Okay, 
And then he called me and says, I think they're ready for you. I thought, wow, I, I think I was traveling overseas at the time. So I flew back and wound up on the big island of Hawaii. But before I got there, I asked my mentor on uh, Kauai, uh, what would I need to read or study before I got to the caves? And he says, nothing, just go with an open mind. And I said, how do I take notes or what? And he said, no, just be there. And you, you, the only thing requirement is that you promise not to say anything and you, you will just listen. And I said, how am I going to listen if I don't ask questions? And he said, don't worry about it. Just promise me you won't talk. As long as you're there, you're not going to talk. And I said, but they will talk to me. And he laughed again. <laughs> Yes, they will talk to you, but not with their mouth opening. Okay. Not, not a sound in the typical way we understand sound, but you will definitely learn to communicate back and forth with them. So that's how I wound up there. Uh, the bulk of my knowledge in healing today was acquired on uh, the Big Island. That's that's incredible because the island, the land itself, I know it has power and the fact that I mean, essentially, do you feel as if you were channeling the power of the island and somehow it got like integrated in you because that that's literally I mean, you bring that to people when you bring the healing. I mean, they don't have to do or say anything and literally we I we just show up in front of you and it it sort of takes care of the rest. Do you feel as if you channeled the energy of the island and work with it enough so that it, it's kind of like within you, like within your chi? Uh, partly. Uh, as I said earlier, <clears throat> all of us are born as healers. Yes. And it, it, it's uh, a process of us uh, discovering who we really are. Uh, so... It's kind of um, similar to the concept of chi, okay, uh, which is an ancient uh, Chinese uh, theory that uh, it's energy. Chi is actually energy. But there's a lot of uh, uh, interlinks between major spiritual beliefs that there is a force of some kind. Some people describe this force as, in Hawaii, they describe it as mana, M-A-N-A, -A, mana, mana or power, okay? The Chinese call it chi, Japanese call it ki, like K-I, which is a derivative of chi uh, from, from China. In India and uh, its belief systems, they call it prana. In Christianity, they call it Holy Spirit or a Jesus. Uh, and in some other circles, they call it the power of Buddha. All of these things, uh, they when you whittle away all the verbiage, they come down to the same thing. They were all talking about energy some kind of energy some people would call this energy god allah buddha jesus holy spirit 
nature, the universe, superconscious, all of these things are the same thing. Uh, for, for example, in the Bible, the Christian Bible, they talk about God being everywhere. Okay? He's omnipotent, whatever God is described as. And that Jesus is the same. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. And interestingly, the, the Chinese uh, being like not really in alignment with the biblical uh, perceptions of God, they they tell me many, many times, uh, no, 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 we, I don't believe in God. Uh, I believe in chi. And after you talk to them, chi winds up being the same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. It's very powerful. Yes, yeah. You cannot get rid of it. It, <laughs> it, it. it sounds very much like the description of God. Okay. And vice versa. So uh, the Chinese have a saying that goes like, the chi is everywhere around me. Okay. It sounds awfully like Holy Spirit or prana, okay, or mana in Hawaii. And then they say, the chi or mana is inside me. Okay, it's everywhere around me, it's inside me. And then they say, the mana is inside me, I am the mana. I oh. am the mana. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I am the chi. I am the chi. So you, first of all, uh, acknowledge that whatever this power is, it's all around. Yes. We can, it, it, there's no, it, it's in the deepest coal mine, it's out with the astronauts and beyond. Okay, so the chi, or the mana, or the power. And all of this uh, comes down to you acknowledging that you are the power. Mm. You are the energy. Yes. And so when I approach people, I approach it, or the healing is... Uh, not by uh, means of uh, invoking certain uh, other powers or mantras or mudras or rituals. I approach it from I am the power. Uh, I don't need anything. Okay? Yes. So when you help people, you approach it from that. Uh, and And... You look at your uh, client uh, uh, like they are a cruise ship that has lost their compass and they are heading for the rocks. <laughs> and you are the little tugboat that comes around and nudges the cruise ship away from the rocks. And in that sense, uh, you, the healer, are like the tugboat. It yes. looks small, but very powerful that it can push the cruise ship away from the rocks. So I, I ask my students to think along these terms. It's not how much chanting you do. It's not how many crystals you have. It's not burning incense. It's mm -hmm. not by chanting. You already it. Yes. 
Okay. I am. I am prana. I am chi. I am mana. I love that. Yes. Yes. And, and so when you come with that, immediately you come in at a very high uh, level and you, uh, the human being is very, once you open the door, particularly silently for them, they suddenly realize that they can heal themselves. Yes. So yeah. I, I just uh, touch them in a way, in their heart space, they realize, oh, I can heal myself. Yeah, well, I've experienced your healing. I know you're saying it's us healing, but I've experienced what you do. And I am going to say it's like your healing or your way of guiding people into healing. And I, I, there's a couple things I want to say about it, because I think people really need to understand how how beautiful what it is that you do really is. So there was one time where we met up for lunch in the park, Master CEO, and I don't know if you remember this, but I shared with you an ailment that I had suffered from was migraines, that I would get these consistent migraines and they were debilitating. Like when they happened, they would, I mean, I was out for days. I couldn't look at any form of light. I had to just be, you know, lying down in a dark room. I couldn't really engage. I had to sleep for like two or three days and they were really rough on me. And you literally, I don't remember where exactly you put your hands on me and you just took a few moments and my body was flooded with so much love. And it even is now just being around you. I know it's, you were in a virtual space, but I can feel your energy now, even through the screen. We know energy is everywhere. Like you're saying, it's everywhere. So it's like, I can feel you now. And after that healing session in the park, I never, and I mean this, like never experienced any form of migraine like that again, ever. They just, they just never came back. <laughs> and there's been other things, you know, I, I've been to your offerings when you, um, you know, when you teach at a high church in Pasadena, I've been there numerous times. I've seen through your third eye, you know, when you do the meditative practice where we're looking at your third eye, I've seen I've seen magical stuff. I've seen you as like a previous like emperor. I've seen so I've seen so much wisdom. I physically have seen your your shape shift. I've physically I mean, from what I was seeing, I've literally have seen you float on where you were sitting. I remember I brought my mom to see you one time and she was like how she was she was awe inspired like you kind of like I want to say freaked her out just a little bit because she was like I seen him floating and I was like yeah I've seen it too and she just would thought it was so weird that that was just normal but it's I've seen it already a few times and so I was kind of desensitized and for her it was like he was floating like she came home and was telling everyone he was telling my stepdad like my brother my family members like she took me Candace took me to see a healer and he was floating on stage and um I'll never forget that can you share with people like when they're around you and you do this third eye practice and whatever practice it is that they do what what are we seeing when we're seeing you float when we're seeing these images when we're seeing you shapeshift what are we really seeing you you're actually looking at yourself okay mm -hmm. uh you and i are actually one okay and you and all your listeners uh your audience are actually one. We appear to be all different. So the short answer is when you look at me, you're looking at a version of yourself. 
And when you see me like uh, floating or you see uh, things coming out of my eyes, uh, it's a representation of your own power. Okay? I'm not uh, sitting there and say, well, I'm going to float now. No. <laughs> I, 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 I just look at you and you see me. The message is, this is how powerful you, the audience, is. Okay? Yes. And this is how my healing works. People begin to realize that they can, they see these uh, manifestations. Sometimes I just disappear. Okay? I don't say to myself, I'm going to disappear now. Uh, and, and people see different things. They all don't see the same uh, video, for example. They, they all see different things which are uh, customized for each individual. If there were 75 people, each one of them see, they might see some common things, but they see things that are tailored for each person. One woman would see a, a white wolf each time she came. Nobody else in the room saw a white wolf. Some would see horses, some would see diamonds, some would see landscapes, dolphins sleeping in the ocean. Some people would astral travel. They would travel and they would see Buddha, they would visit Jesus. All kinds of things happen. Yeah. So by... Uh, looking at me, they are kind of tapped into themselves on a very deep level. And they always feel like a very, uh, a sense of elation bordering on uh, bliss. Yes. Okay. When they see because they, <laughs> <laughs> they know, ah, this is me. A lot of them start crying. Okay. Because they realize this is me. And, and w once they do that, uh, they begin to heal themselves because they know that they are extraordinary. And the, the short uh, synopsis of how I work is that I, I, I am basically saying over and over to them, I love you. I love you. I love you. When I say that to them, uh, they begin to say, oh, wow, there's love. Uh, okay, I, I'm open to that. And that saying is like, put, puts them into a place where they're confident that they are divine, divine beings. Mm -hmm. And they begin to heal themselves. This is what I mean by they heal themselves. I don't say, okay, I'm going to go into your kidneys now and heal your kidneys. I'm going to go uh, to your toes and fix that broken toe from 20 years ago. I don't do any of this. Uh, I just uh, unconsciously, perhaps, or w without saying anything, convince them that they can do this. And they do. Yes, <laughs> they do. I mean, your your healing stories. And again, I know you're, you're saying it's not you, but your healing stories and the things that you have cured people from. I don't even know if we can say publicly on platforms because of things that legally we can't say that you do these things for whatever medical reasons that are, you know, ridiculous. But you have cured people from some 
very detrimental, deadly ailments and illnesses. And um, you, I mean, you are incredible. I know it's us who are allowing it. And, you know, I also want to say, you know, your name's not Master CEO for no little reason. <laughs> you know, you really are incredible. You have changed my life dramatically. I adore you so much. Our friendship means so much to me. Our days in the park with myself and Tater and my dog and just playing around and having lunch with you. I mean, I miss that. I miss that in LA more than anything. <laughs> That's the part I do miss about being in LA was just being able to hang out with you as often as we could really. And those days were so much fun. And I feel like I've always learned so much from you and we've always talked so much ideas. So you're just, you're an incredible mentor in my life. I, I love you dearly. And that's why I'm so honored to have you as my first guest on, on my podcast. So honored. And um, I do want to say too, you have helped me expand into my psychic ability, what I feel my gifts are. I really feel like you helped me expand in that and own that with even more clarity and assuredness. So I want to thank you for that. And I also want you to share with the audience and we'll, we'll share it, you know, on the, on the platform as well, but how, what is the best way for people to find you, to reach you? Where, where should they go? They should invite me to the most expensive restaurant in Paris. <laughs> uh, Take this man to dinner. <laughs> right, right, right. One of those $2,000 dinner plates, right? <laughs> That's a posh place to stay. <laughs> By the way, one of my uh, clients, he has a, a mystery school, and he's going to be coming to Hollywood, I think, next week or something. And he likes to stay at this place in uh, uh, in Beverly Hills. It's the only seven-star hotel in the entire U.S. Wow. And, uh, I'm going to be uh, giving him some help uh, yes. next week. Oh, but that's incredible. Your, uh, your audience can visit me as Master Seal. It's M-A-S-T-E-R-S, like Sam, I-O, uh, dot com. And they will find how to reach me, my emails there, my phone numbers there. If you plan to call me, make sure you call at an unheavenly hour, like 4.30 <laughs> in the morning. Yes, he's at Pacific Standard Time for, for the callers. <laughs> he's right. he's and, in L.A. He's in the L.A. area, so be mindful. <laughs> right. And you wake me up, and, and I you hear a very sleepy voice saying, hello. <laughs> you hang up suddenly, so hope that I don't know who you are. Right? Oh, <laughs> yes. You're the best. Pretty, that's how they can reach me. Um, I have some tools perhaps I can share with them. Uh, if there's anything else you want to ask me in this podcast, please feel free. You know, I think we're going to end it here. It's going to be, you know, this short suite, you know, if people want more, go on masterceo.com and find him. I highly suggest his services, whether it's over the phone, online, I've done everything. I've linked a lot of my family members to Master CU as well when they were in some kind of severe kind of health issues that were going on. And let me tell you, this man is incredible. And I know he's very humble. He won't take credit for it fully. He'll say it's us. And I understand that part of it. And, you know, really look into what he does, book, book a session or two, gift it to somebody too, who you might feel needs it. Because what's beautiful about what he does is they don't have to sit there and explain their whole life story. Literally, it's, 
It's the most beautiful silent healing I've ever experienced in my life. You're incredible, Master Seal. You really are a master. I'm honored to know you and uh, be a mentee. And um, I've also taken his certification. I don't know, maybe the last thing we can close with is if you're going to do another energy healing certification, because I did that a few years ago and absolutely loved it. And I do use it in my work. I use it in my channeling. When do you think you'll be doing another one of those? Uh, probably in January. Uh, and, and, and I'll let you know. Okay. But I would like to tell your audience that, of course, Candice knows everything that I do. <laughs> it's just a matter of her. Uh, doing the work which she's been doing, I highly recommend her uh, for healing, and she does other things that I don't know about. But uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Candice, for uh, inviting me to your podcast. I hope I've been helpful to everyone. You know what I do, and you can do the same thing with your your own clients. All right. Thank you. You're the sweetest. I love you dearly. And I can't wait. We'll probably do another episode. I I'm going to have to have you back on. I just know it. I love you so much. And we'll see you soon to the audience. We love and thank you for tuning in to the mediumship news. Stay tuned for more because this is this is just the beginning. Okay, we're fresh out the gates with Master CEO as the first guest and there's going to be plenty more that I have to share with you to offer you the best ways of healing, expanding, tapping into your own intuition, and ultimately in how you best heal yourself on this journey. I love all of you, Master Sioux. Thank you so much again. See you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in my emerging psychic mediums. I trust you've received new downloads, wisdom, insight, and actionable steps to ascend as you embody the spiritual channel in you. It's time to take the next steps into your life purpose and lovingly clear out the blocks as you give your greatest gifts to be abundantly paid for being you. As always, I'm here to support you on your journey of growth, evolution, and expansion into who you came here to be. I'd love to hear about your biggest ahas and takeaways. So jump on Instagram and let's connect at Mediumship Muse Podcast. DM me. I'd love to hear from you. Love you all.